What's going on, everybody? It's episode four. My computer is rigged up to work, hopefully for at least 45 minutes to an hour. Play that track. Thanks, Justin, for coming back. Uh, again, big shout-out to Marissa and Matt Berry from the last episode of In the Shadows of Giants. Uh, unfortunately, Justin, I got some bad news. What's what's the matter, dude? They won't be able to come back for a little while. Why not? Uh, because they said they didn't like you, so they want to stay as far away from you as possible. But don't worry. I brought somebody else in who doesn't know you as well. Perfect. So here's your chance. To make a new friend, Jared, come out of the closet and introduce yourself. I like it in the closet. It's <laughs> no, get out here and introduce yourself, Jared. Okay. Hi. Hi. What's going <laughs> How on? How are Jared? you? <laughs> I'm I'm pretty good. He sounds like he's been quarantined. <laughs> so for a little he's... bit too long. <laughs> Haven't we all? Cheers to that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, Jared is our special guest today, Justin, and to everybody else listening, uh, Jared has a a wide range of things to talk about, and he is a a hell of a guest, I have to say. Truly Uh, too kind. (laughs) No, you're a former podcaster yourself of the uh, fanfic-based podcast Fictitious and Delicious, which is actually hosted by you and Marissa. And then you're also a musician, which today you're going to be our musical guest as well. Uh, it would seem so. <laughs> yeah, was, and I, then... <laughs> he does it all, friends. And you also are able to deadlift, like, a small bus. <laughs> so there's lots to talk about when it comes to you. But I, I think we should... Justin, I think we should do the usual, how you been in quarantine. have Jared. I been? Or how's Jerry well, been? Well, I mean, I, we, could, we can talk... We know how you've been. You died last week and came back to life today. Uh, yes, so uh, Jared, that's what I call what, it Tuesday. <laughs> Jared, um, what have you been up to, man? How you been? Uh, how you been staying busy during all this shit? Well, it's it's been a, there's been a lot of music that's been being played, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, right before right before this whole thing started, I I went out and like bought a kettlebell so I could try to do like do some <laughs> keep active with my workouts at home, but it's definitely not the same. It's it's definitely not the same. Jared, we're not all like professional bodybuilders here. Same. Uh, so, well, I mean, eh, you're borderline. What the fuck is a kettlebell? Is I it ju- like I just lift twelve ounces at a time repeatedly? It's like, <laughs> just imagine a big. Just imagine a like a a metal ball with a handle on it. <laughs> There's my metal ball with a handle on it. Thanks, Justin. Close enough. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so those things that so like wh- how would you so it's a metal ball with a handle on it and uh-huh. and so you went out and bought one of these things like what yeah. at Walmart or something? It was it was uh, yeah it was either Walmart or Target. It's been a while and I don't remember what day it is. So yeah, it was it was actually the last one in stock that they had. So everyone was having that idea apparently. But it was that was about the furthest thing from my mind too. I'm like. Look at all those heavy things. Well, better leave them I mean, there. I mean, yeah, like this this one's only like 25 pounds and a lot of cardio has been done, which is 
not not your boy's forte. I'm I'm more I'm more of a like whenever I was whenever I'd usually work out it'd be like ah one to five reps that's enough and now uh, now I'm doing like five sets of twenty so like a total of a hundred reps of everything is like I I'd I'd rather be dead I think I'd rather be dead right now. <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> it's, yeah because it's they, the worst you. You genuinely are a power lifter, so your main focus is like a non-competitive power lifter. For any power lifters, I, I like how you keep sneaking that in there. Like you are dead set on making sure that people understand that you don't well, do this professionally. Well, like I'm just—I know so many like actual competitive power lifters. Like I, I have a couple friends that went and competed in powerlifting at the Arnold Strongman Classic, like this past year. So it's like I'm it's like I practice powerlifting, but I am. Nowhere close to being a competitive powerlifter. <laughs> I like how he's like, like I haven't, I don't know if I've ever worked out in my entire life. Um, <laughs> but he's like, I'm, I'm he's not like, quite he's sure. At, he's at home powerlifting, but he's all like humble and stuff. You know what I mean? He's like, let me get, let me just put this out there. Like, I I'm wish not, I was I'm, at home powerlifting. I'm not competitive, and and I'd be like, fucking powerlifting, let's fucking go. I would fucking powerlift more than you, and I weigh oh, like dude, 140 I I, pounds. I wish I, I wish I was at home powerlifting. This is, this is some. This is like all cardio, and it's the worst. It's like a, it's like a powerlifter's worst nightmare. It all sounds terrible to me, but good for you. I, I don't have that sort of ambition. Now, Jared, you are a man of many, many talents. Um, similar to Marissa, you're also in the radio business. So not only do you do podcasting and powerlifting and other things with peas, you're also in radio. Oh, uh, formerly anyway. Oh, so you're... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you you were not an essential employee. <laughs> nope. Your boy's as unessential as they come right now. Um, yeah, but it's actually... Speaking, like, if, speaking of Marissa, um, it's like she interned at the same radio station that I worked at for two years, which is the first place that I met her, and I thought that was... I thought that was funny because I was a grumpy boy at the time. And had no care for talking to her. <laughs> so there's there's very few things that I would say like are meshing in your storyline here because it's like you're a radio personality or former radio personality. You're a non-competitive power lifter. You're a mm -hmm. podcaster. You're a musician. Like let's go to the start funny. of all this. I mean, it's funny because when you say all of that, but it's like even like the power like the powerlifting and the, and the musician is like i don't even know if i'd really call myself those things i saw a lot of hats at target and it's like man it would be cool to wear all of those but i was just like it's more like i'm just walking up and down the aisle looking at the hats and i was like ah those are some those are some fine looking hats but <laughs> i only know, i but had I, a head to put them on I, but i don't know if i'd actually wear them <laughs> <laughs> Um, so what, all right, so let's start from the beginning. What made you want to join radio? That's a, it's, well, um, that's going back to college. Um, I started there, I started at SUNY Oneana as a music industry major. And. Cool was, story. Thank you. Great job. Thank you. That's in <laughs> the end. But. <laughs> And, I went but, to college, and that's why I went into radio. So, what, so what made you want to go to college? <laughs> uh, <a> fear. 
fear of the real world. Uh, but yeah, um, when I was at school, there was a there was a act there was actually a music industry club that I could have joined, but I hated everyone in it. It was like that was that was like the biggest thing with the um, there was a like a big music scene at this at this college, but like not not for the music I played. So like and. If you what kind of what already, kind of like, music what kind of music did you play then? I I played um when I after getting there I that college is actually where I started to play it was actually college is the only reason I even sing now um but I I started playing a lot of country music and a lot of like alternative rock because that's what the one guy that I was playing uh music with played my man. Yeah. I knew you were going to eat this up. I knew you guys were just going to kick it off because here I am. I'm like, I'm no musician by any stretch of the imagination, even less so than yourself, Jared. You might think that you're not a musician, but at least you know chords. And I, the last thing I ever played was a violin 10 years ago. I wish I played violin. But uh, yeah. So, like, I, I bet that so for me, like. Great. <laughs> you know uh i learned a lot from watching like horror movies on how to play the violin so it was a lot of screeching and like you know what i mean um but so i i i genuinely envy people like yourself and justin that are able to form chords on an acoustic guitar let alone anything know. else like on a side note like i personally i like especially the way that i play music i don't like I could, at this point in my life, I consider myself more of a singer than I do a guitar player. Like, the way I play guitar, I feel like I could teach that to anybody. It's really, really easy the way I, the way I do things. Challenge accepted. Come on well, over that's, and teach Well, that's me. what I tell people. That's what I tell people, too. They're like, uh, I want to learn how to play guitar. And I'm like, okay. So the very, very, very first part is it's like my hand won't do that and it hurts and blah, blah, blah. So it takes a shitload of practice to get over the very first hump. But if that, if all you want to do is be able to play along, like with songs or write simple, like folk music type, like acoustic type stuff, all it takes is to get over that first hump and you can, you can, you can do whatever you want you can put a tune together and you can start writing songs. It's that very first initial, initial part to get your hand to do certain things and learn the notes and what goes good together and whatnot. After that, like you don't really, I never got good at like lead guitar or anything like that. It's um, like, uh, my biggest thing was just the, was the blisters that, that form at the oh, yeah. very beginning. Oh yeah. But like I was, when I started to learn, I was so determined to learn how to play that I was, I was playing with like full blisters on all of my fingers. I was like, I'm, st- I'm going to learn this thing. How old were you when you started playing guitar? Uh, 10. Yeah. See, so that's the thing I always tell people. So that's one of those things, you know, how kids are like weird sponges. If they're, if they want to, if they want to learn something, they're going to, they're going to learn it. It's not like they have this incredible determination, but they have like patience and, and they don't get frustrated if they're not good right away. Where can you imagine trying to how old are you? Uh twenty seven currently. Can you imagine like trying to do that now? Would you have no. the patience to sit there? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely the, fucking not. Yeah, yeah. So it's a weird thing. Like if you learn it when you're I was probably about the same age. So if you learn it when, when you're that young, you can sit there and suck at it and just keep oh, yeah. doing it over I mean, that's and over all, and over. Like, that's all you, like, you're at 10 years old. What else did I have to do? My schedule is open. <laughs> right, right. So, it's like, I, 
I don't know. It's just one of those interesting things. Like if you don't learn it when you're young, it makes it that much harder. I mean, I also I had a I had a pretty good um, I was pretty I was pretty fortunate in two aspects. One is weird, but it's still pretty fortunate for me. But um, one 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 way I was fortunate with music and learning was that my dad played music. My dad played guitar, and he taught me some basic things. He's like he's not like a real technical player either. He really only learned how to play guitar because he liked songwriting. And then the other thing that I was really fortunate with, considering the way I was brought up, was I was homeschooled from from when I was ten to when I was seventeen. No shit. So and you actually got ahead of the coronavirus by being homeschooled. Oh yeah, I've spent high. a lot of time inside. <laughs> um, yeah. So like you got ahead of the curve. And that's why we're here today. Oh, your, your boy hasn't even met, hasn't even noticed that everyone else is in quarantine. This is just your like your incredible diversity and talent comes from the fact that you were your parents were thinking ahead and just said, you know what, we'll homeschool him now, so that when he gets older, he doesn't have to worry about why. <laughs> but yeah, <it> was, <laughs> but when I was when I was being homeschooled, my parents would um during like like quote unquote school hours, um. My my parents would let me go into my room and just practice guitar for like an hour or two hours, and before coming out and like doing actual school stuff. So I, I had a lot of time. I had a, so I was very fortunate when it came to that. And then and then my dad showed me ACDC, and now we're here. <laughs> and here we go. Oh, you know what? I got a quick question for the group here, and I just want to I want to feel the room. So you you just mentioned something really cool. Your dad introduced you to ACDC. My dad actually introduced me to the Talking Heads. That's the first band I can remember on cassette in the car that he used to play. He was obsessed with the Talking Heads. And when I was younger, I never like I couldn't understand who the Talking Heads were, and and nor did I ever like their music. But actually, since I've grown up in in recent years, I wouldn't even say recent years, within the last 10, 10 years of my life. I've grown to love the Talking Heads. They're one of my favorite bands. And and I think that David Burns is such an amazing musician for the fact that there is videos of him out there. You can actually look this up. He turned an entire warehouse into an instrument by hooking up all these different servos to an organ in the middle of this warehouse that he bought. And he hooked up all these servos to various parts of the building so that when he struck a key, it would it would like light off this uh, the string somewhere um and it would cause a hammer to hit like a, a piece of industrial piping or something and he could like play a warehouse and it was just the coolest thing ever look up the video honestly it's one of the coolest things jesus we're talking about patients learning the guitar imagine learning how to play a warehouse Oh, playing a warehouse, it, it, like, and I've heard stories. He played uh, locally back at our hometown um, at a venue called CMAC, um, which is a college college uh, amphitheater, and he came out in a pink tutu to nothing but flowers, um, and and that to me is just like so inspiring because I I just love when people are just like they take them they they take something that's so out of the norm and 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 just like exaggerate it like when a musician comes out. And, and does something that's so gender bending or just, you know, just the, the light show or whatever it may be. Like, I'll take that and, and, and a shitty band any day. You know what I mean? 
But Justin, um, let me ask you, what what was your first what's the first band you you remember your dad or mom really showing you that got you into uh the music scene? Oh, it's Beatles all the way. Yeah. Yeah, my dad is a huge 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 Beatles fan. And uh I've got a very wide range that I that I'm into. That's definitely what I heard. Like I was always um back in the day I was in Buffalo, it was Oldies 104 was the station. So that's that's where those are the first songs like when I was a little kid in the back of the car and stuff that I remember, you know, really really sinking in and and memorizing the songs and singing along with them and stuff. Um, not even realizing. Was there a particular album? No, particular? no, not at oh, all. Oh, just any, no, just like no. the Beatles. I'm, I'm like... talking like you know, I remember like five, six years old, sitting in the back of the car and singing along with songs, not realizing that I was actually starting to like something you know what i mean it was just like oh, okay. <laughs> just I mean, like my brain that's how my brain that's, started that's to like work. me and like technically the first the first thing that my my parents introduced me to like the first two bands that are the first two musicians that i remember being introduced to i was like when i was really really young was bruce springsteen and george yep. thorogood the self-proclaimed boss oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> the king of new jersey don't get me started so, like Justin, you just said like you have a you have a pretty broad range of music. I have equally so a broad range of music. Um, but you guys, being musicians yourselves, um, have gravitated a certain style that you enjoy to play. And Jared, you had mentioned earlier that was country music for yourself. Like you do a lot of acoustic stuff, right? Yeah, it, country music just fits better with my voice. Well, I mean, beyond your voice, is do you actually like playing it, or do you? Oh yeah, is it something you just um, fucking so I hate? What, I hate it. <laughs> I mean, (laughs) it just, what do I know? He's saying, like, it goes with my voice. Well, yeah, I mean, fucking, okay, so he can hate playing it and love singing it. I mean, I don't think I could do it if I hated it, but uh, I I think I just just find a new hobby at that point. What 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 was the draw to country music then? What 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 resonated with you with the country music? Chicks. Chicks. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> was it the boots and the spurs and the and the girls with the fur? Oh, 100% the apple bottom jeans. Fuck. Um, <laughs> um uh, I don't it's 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 strange. I don't mean cuz I didn't start playing country music until I was at school. And the first I remember the first song me and this one guy ever tried to learn to play together was um 45 by Shinedown. And it was like which did obviously I can't sing at all. I couldn't sing that now. I couldn't sing it then because I didn't know how to sing. Um, like, but then at some point, he we he started to try to get me to learn Wagon Wheel, by by good old Darius Rucker. How, how the fuck did you go from from Shine Down to Hootie and the Blowfish? I mean, <laughs> he he loved he he was he was the country fan before I was. Gotcha. And it's like, oh, so he was, like, he already knew of this song. He's like, well, this isn't working. Why don't we try this? And then, uh, it, pretty much. And, <laughs> nice. and, and that worked way better. And then, <laughs> and then I just, and then, and that was, he was my, pretty much my only source of country music at the time. Cause I didn't, I definitely didn't go out of my way to listen to country music then. And then I started working at the radio station that I worked at and was, surrounded by country music because their biggest station was their country station Mm. and then i got and then i just heard all of just heard all of the country music 
Right, you're and, exposed to it. Yeah, well, and right. I just I can I can do that, and now I like it. Yeah, and well, it's it was funny because when I first started listening to it, I was like, ah, ninety percent of this is garbage. <laughs> it's like all all of the like ninety percent of all the stuff they play on the radio, like radio country, is like ah, so pop music. It's like, mm-hmm. like I don't like this. I mean, there's a there is a lot of it that I do listen to, like just on without shame but like list is like i if, if people wanted to get into me with it, it was like i know some people who love luke bryan i wish luke bryan would just go away forever um like luke bryan and to me luke bryan is the reason everyone is like one of the biggest reasons why everyone hates country music to begin with I think that there's every artist out there has that streak in them though that says they look at something or they hear something and they always think i can do it a little bit better like I think that there's always that it's a it's a point of inspiration as much as it is like an appreciation of what they're doing, but I think that's what pushes artists to try to go I was, further. I never even tried to um I never even tried to emulate it. I was like I just I usually would I started singing country music because it was like I, like again it was just easy it was easy for my voice and um like for the most part whenever I started writing music was I was just trying to emulate my dad and and then like with the song that i just like the original song that i just did like i had someone comment and i was like oh that was really good i usually don't like country but this was but this was cool it's like i didn't know this was country (laughs) so i can totally i can i can relate to that in the fact of like trying to emulate your dad like my dad was a bartender and he got pulled over a lot for drinking. So, like, I'm like, I want to be like my dad. So, like, when I got old enough, actually before I got old enough, I just started drinking a bunch and, and became a real it. asshole. Exactly. And so you get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Like, you want to be like your dad. So, like, now I'm a drunk and I want to be a bartender because that's where the booze is. Exactly. So I need to make it a point to get with all of our guests beforehand somehow. And <laughs> so that I can't work sure, with my dad into it. Yeah. Make sure. Just don't. Just don't say the word dad. Don't. don't as it would, dad around him. As it, would turn, a lot of as it would turn out, like, I'm a licensed therapist. So anything you want to talk about, my boy? <laughs> can you just like, can you write a country song about me and my dad? Oh is that what God. most countries about? There's is a like whole bunch of dad issues. I mean, most country these days is mostly so about all country music is about dad issues, and like girlfriends breaking up with you and big trucks and mudding. You probably actually, Jared, you could probably could write a song about. Justin's four wheeler and him going out in the woods and and making mud sounds happen. Uh, so he's like, you can just cut out the dad part and insert a girl wearing really short shorts and you got yourself a pretty standard country song right there. Uh, I'm pretty sure we got a pretty it. straight up music video too. I was just gonna say that I got a girl with short oh shorts God, on the back so of my four wheeler driving around with a flat tire. What if I'm driving around my lot in a four wheeler, gonna see some solar panels in the next year? I can't I'll, I'll, I'll write a I'll write a song called "My Dad Won't Stop Wearing Short Shorts." Oh, there we go. See, see, yeah. it's not always the first idea, folks. Sometimes you just gotta workshop it. Uh, I just want to make a real quick note. Um, today I'm drinking Magic Hat, so we got little cap cap things. Um, and my cap says being stronger means living longer. Thanks magic cat for the words of inspiration. I also just opened it up with a Phillips head screwdriver because I don't have a beer cap opener. Anyways, it's going to be a long episode. Oh, we're going to have so much fun today. (laughs) 
Is this where we're putting the intro in? <laughs> I I talk I think I talk because I'm I'm just gonna say it. I knew I knew Nick prior to this. We're 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 friends well, outside let's not of this. Using the F word too much there, Jared. I said this is gonna be an unexplicit explicit episode, okay? So let's try to keep the F words down to a minimum there. Fair. I know Nick's name. Um uh, <laughs> Um But I I I remember like I had talked to you about like I was gonna try to. I was gonna send you country music that because we had talked about how, like, you're definitely not a country music fan, but it's there's so much, the like like a lot of like small like a lot of smaller, um, country country musicians, like which are more labeled as like American. All right, hold on one second. I gotta stop you there, Jared. It's not that I'm not a country music fan. I'm a huge fan of bluegrass. I love a good banjo. Banjo is like my favorite instrument. Like the and steel, like a steel slide guitar, huge fan of it. I don't like what you were saying earlier. I'm in the same boat with you. Everything on the radio is like K-pop uh country music, and I can't stand that. I like the grassroots like like there's I think I think it would be really funny. I mean, not now because you know, copyright and whatever but you should after after this you should go you should go listen to um like search Coulter wall um you should go listen to Coulter wall the devil wears a suit and tie you like look at him and try to just try to guess what his voice sounds like before i start singing because you will be wrong <laughs> and it's 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 such like old old style country it's it's just literally just him and acoustic guitar and he's playing a bass drum with his foot and it's, it's so, so similar to Justin, cool. I have a very wide range of music that I listen to. Like it literally boils down to if I enjoy listening to it, I'll listen to it. It doesn't matter what the genre is. And some people will say like, I only listen to metal or I only listen to dubstep. That's uh, fine too. Listen to whatever you want to listen to. That's that's the last time we'll ever say the word dubstep on this fucking podcast. See, I can listen to dubstep. No problem. I can't listen to all dubstep. I can't listen to all chiptune. I can't listen to all country. Like, it's just not something I do. So, like, I love grindcore. I love operatic death metal. I love classical music. Like, if it just sounds good, I like it. And I like having a variety of music because it, I feel music drives your mood. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to get oh, in that go, 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 go Dubstep mood, fucking drives my mood, let me tell you. Well, Transformers giving birth. As we had mentioned in the last episode, Justin's an old man and he doesn't have robot ears like some of us. But even though, so you, like, you never even got into the 90s techno then, did you? No. Nobody got into the 90s techno scene. Yes. And, oh, please. Prodigy and, was awesome. <laughs> that doesn't count. Yes, they do. They're the only ones that anyone even liked until. <laughs> there was a, there was a lot of good '90s techno bands. I'm too young to remember them all, um, but there was a lot of good ones. '90s techno. That's where rave scenes were like at the peak. I was like, very inspired is... by "Smack My Bitch Up." <laughs> uh, go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Uh, let's talk about that for a minute. That was uh, Vanilla Ice. Ice on the on the lowdown. Oh God. Oh, uh, God. We'll go into a different episode about <laughs> Vanilla Ice, but um, what the I was going to say, what I was going to say, it, it, the bottom line of all this whole thing is just like, there's nothing wrong with liking a wide variety of music. There's nobody telling you that you have to like one type of music. 
groups out there that really enjoy everything and there's groups of people that don't enjoy everything and they like a very niche t- style that's great everybody has criticism about everything out there so like just play what you like and listen I mean, to what I you used, like i used to be one of those people oh you used to be one of those people i i mean i i used to yeah i used to be one of those people like when i like back back in the, when i was like anywhere between like 10 and probably like 17 like the whole homeschool actually years when you know it um i was like classic rock or nothing that's it that's that's all there is like classic rock is like i want acdc i want judas priest i want metallica i want the doors I, that's it that's that's all that's the only music there is and now and now i'm more of the mindset that like i i know a lot of people disagree with me on this in and I understand why, because, <laughs> but my mindset now is that there is no such thing as having a bad taste in music, but obviously there is still some garbage. So music I, I was the same exists. way, like um, <clears throat> around you know late late you know in the nineties and stuff, and I was growing up going going through high school and whatnot. Um, same thing, the classic rock stuff that you were talking about, but then of course it was that you know it was that time, so it was the alternative scene and whatnot, and that was it. You listen to anything else, you're garbage, whatever. Let me tell you what, this coming summer, now I'm not going to be able to go to any of them, but I had a bunch of concert tickets. I got tickets to Rage Against the Machine. I got tickets to fucking Matchbox 20, bro. Mm. <laughs> I fucking love them. It's super, it's super lame, but I think, oh, yeah. I don't know. I can listen to that stuff and sing along, and, and well, I, I love it. I, I'm, actually, I'm actually kind of um, envious in a certain way. I feel like I've completely missed the boat on the um, the nineties, like the nineties like grunge rock scene, rock. like the Nirvana scene. Oh, you either love oh, it yeah. or you hate like, it. There's there's no there's no in between. Like no. or even I I also I also and I also I also missed the boat entirely on like the early two thousands um like rock like, music like System of a Down and like, all um, that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, I was big into System of a Down. I love those guys so much. Oh, I was. It was like I, cause I was that was that was like big into when I first started playing guitar, and like I just I just wouldn't listen to anything else, and now and now that I've hit the point where I I'm 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 really open to all styles of music, but I just cannot get into things like Matchbox Twenty or like My Chemical. <laughs> See, what's so or, funny is that you guys are saying that, and like in the early two thousands, I was doing like KMFDM, Ramstein, Wumpscut, like all these German industrial bands. Like I was going through a very goth phase at that point, but I was like so embedded into that scene, I just I couldn't listen to anything else. Like it's like it's either Wumpscut or nothing. It's either like uh, Sick Puppies or nothing. Like I um, but it's, uh, that was that was a really funny that was a really funny time when I was working at the radio station. Is they were playing at Upstate. They were playing at the Upstate Concert Hall once, and my for a while my job was to um, to record interviews that the DJs were doing with the um, the bands. So like the first the first two dudes like came out and was like, oh hey, shook my hand. It's like it's like it's uh it's like, nice to meet you. And like and then all of a sudden like the girl came out of nowhere, and I'm not I'm not a I'm not what you would call a touchy feely guy. And then all of a sudden I have a person that I don't know hugging me. It's like, oh, uh oh, <laughs> and it was, it was very strange, but it was it was really cool. And that was it was that was not it, on the off chance that the sick puppies listen to this, I it it was cool, but also don't hug me. <laughs> I was talking about all this like past music and everything. 
I grew up in and you, Jared. You said you were homeschooled and all this stuff. I grew up in a very religious, sheltered household until my parents split ways, and then it became a very like I became really rebellious because I was like 19 years old. But I wasn't allowed to go to concerts for a long time. But I remember my very first concert, and it was around that time that I was listening to like crazy industrial music, and I went to go see Mindless Self Indulgence live at Water Street Music Hall at the time, which is a Rochester venue. Um, and it was the first concert I ever went to, and it was packed front to back. And it was my favorite band at the time, and they still are. My like, I, I have a tattoo of one of their cover arts on my arm. Um, but like, that was such a great like. It it got me into the local music scene. It got me into going to concerts. Like, and it made me want to like continue to go. And I saw them three more times. I traveled to actually watch them. Um, it, it various cities, uh, outside of my hometown. Um, but I got to see like my chemical romance, Lincoln park placebo, um, various other groups that were on the project revolution tour from like, uh, I forget what years project revolution was going on, but anyways, um, what, what was, do you guys remember your first concert and like, what was your oh, experience? A hundred percent. Um, Jared, why didn't you, yeah, why didn't you tell us about your first concert? What, what was your first concert experience? My first concert was ACDC. No shit. It was actually, that was, um, there was like a, it was, it was my, it was just, just before my 17th birthday, I think. It was like, it was like my parents' birthday present to me at the time. You got and to see was, ACDC live. Oh yeah. It was like right, it was like right after they released Black Ice. Oh, okay. I remember when that happened. Now, ACDC doesn't have the original lineup anymore, right? Or did you see the original um, lineup? Uh, I, I saw them. Yeah, Malcolm Young was still alive and Brian Johnson was still singing. Um, so they it was it was the it was the or quote unquote original lineup since at least 1980. If there's only if there was one thing that was super goddamn annoying about that show, and I still think about it to this fucking day, was um we were. We didn't really have, like, great seats, but, like, I didn't care. Um, but all of a sudden, like, these two dudes came out of nowhere. And, um, she was, like, walked up to me and my brother, who had, like, were sitting next to each other, and asked us. And, like, they had front row tickets. And it was like, it was like yeah, we're taking off. You want these? And it was like, yeah! Yeah, we do! And then, uh, and then at some point, somehow, while we were walking up, my brother ended up with both of them. So he got to go, and they wouldn't let him back out after he had already gone up to the front to give me the give me the second ticket. So I had to go all the way back to where I was sitting, and <laughs> it was like, fuck! <laughs> it's so fucking annoying. The Still craziest, a good show. <laughs> the craziest concert shenanigan that ever happened to me is I went to see, like I said, MSI, I went to travel to see them. At one of the Project Revolution tours, my buddy, who was, like, more obsessed than me, like, he would import the CDs from like various like countries that they were released in exclusively he was like real big into this band so we're at project revolution this big massive it's an uh, amusement park right and they they're holding it at darien lake for those that are in the upstate new york area they're holding this concert at at, at, at darien lake uh concerts uh, there have multiple stages so msi played and then they would have, uh, you know, everybody kind of segregate off to another stage for a bit. And I'll never forget it because I actually have a photo of it. And I'm, it's one of my favorite photos of me. 
and it was one of the most embarrassing photos of me because we went behind security, like a place where we weren't supposed to go. But he was like, no, 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 don't worry, don't worry. I know people here. I know people here. So he like he took me behind security lines. Like security actually stopped us for a minute, and he like mumbled off something real quick and just kept moving. If you ever want to get past security at a concert, just fucking mut- like mutter something real quick and just keep moving. They won't stop you. We made it to see the basis of mindless self-indulgence where like a spot like where she was just hanging out with her friends because she's a she, mindless self-indulgence actually has a, a woman basis as well who's married to Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. Nick um, only listens to bands with chick bass players. Uh, Winds of Plague uh, has a female keyboardist. Arch Enemy has a female lead vocalist. Both White Zombie. very good metal bands. Uh, uh, Walls of Jericho female vocalist never would have guessed it i wrestled a bear once female vocalist she's fucking crazy that's an awesome fucking name so anyways what? so i made it i we made it backstage and in the 10 minutes that we really had with her i didn't know what to do i was so awestruck by this woman because i'm like this is the crush this is my crush right now at that time i'm like this is the girl i want to fucking be with and the photo that we got with them I am nowhere near making the face that you want to be making. I'm making some dumbass face, rolling my eyes off into the distance. I got a headband on, my black shirt with my trip shorts on. It was embarrassing as fuck. But I have the photo, and I have the memory, and I will never forget that moment. It was so good. Go Bills. Go Bills. Justin, speaking of the Bills, have you ever been to a concert outside of a Bills game? (laughs) Damn, dude. You or mean like, do you just you, watch the halftime shows and that's what you call going to a concert? You mean like right outside of a Bills game, like in the parking lot? Where you just watch while, a dude with an acoustic guitar jam on his back seat? Wow, there is oh, a that Bills might be game. me. No, really, Justin, what was your first concert? What was Honestly, it? Like, I was sitting here while you guys spots? were talking. I really I really can't remember I can't I seriously I'm sitting here, I can't remember my first concert. I have a I have an awesome story though. Um very early. It was like 98 or something. Okay. Um, so it was like right when it was right when system of a down first put out their first album and they weren't like known yet. And we got these tickets. There was this place in Buffalo. It was called, um, the fun house, I think. And it was this, it, it was this tiny little place. It was almost like a little middle school gym or something. Right. And uh, we got these tickets. It was, um, who was it? It was Filter, System of a Down, and Stained. Stained was, like, just, they were just coming. That's awesome. Well, they they weren't popular yet either. Like, they just had that, they they had that song, Mud Shovel. But, yeah, all, so. I call so much bullshit that you saw System of a Down before they were big. No, listen, no, listen. To me, I didn't. I'm listening. I, I had just don't tickets. believe it. <laughs> I had tickets. It was Filter, System of a Down, and Stained. Okay. Do you and still have the ticket stuff? It was this little, little tiny fucking place, and System of a Down and Stained both canceled. No. And we were <laughs> so, Jesus, dude. Fuck. We were so upset, and it, like, if you could pick two of the three bands, those were the two you'd probably pick, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so obviously, so, so we're like in like I don't know eleventh grade or something. I I can't remember what year it was. I wish I could you know ask one of these guys that I went with because this is such a f- fucked up story that we all share. But 
To to be honest, like we went, I can't remember the band that we saw, but it was all girls, and it and they were awesome. It was like a it was an all girl like death metal band, and they were they actually turned out to be great. Um, but then like Filter, I never expected them to be that good. They were awesome. So all in all, it was a great night. But yeah, we had the chance to see those three bands in like this little tiny like clubhouse, like you know, it, you had high school kids in there. Um, so I can see why they canceled, obviously, because they were <laughs> they they were just starting to just starting to get popular, both Stained and System of a Down. You know, what I mean, they weren't on a national stage yet, but they all they both had like I think it was Mud Shovel was the Stained song, and like Sugar was the. Um, system of a Down oh song. Oh my god, that, everybody that is was so like, old. Sugar, sugar. Yeah, they were yeah. so good. I um, love System of a Down until yeah, they so hit hypnotized. It's the best concert I've ever been to that never happened. Let's let's talk about the fact that now we've talked about all these bands that they're going to be in our playlist, like in the near future. <laughs> like, Which song is going to be the outro? That's what I'm wondering. Oh my god, if you don't do sugar! Um, it's so brutal. It's just like such a, a system of a down. And not to not to drag this out any longer than we are, are supposed to before we hit that jukebox. Mm. Um System of a Down, I remember in high school, there's like there's names that I can think of in high school as far as bands that carried me through because after changing schools and changing cities and like moving like music is what got me through music is what helped me cope with the changes. And like Eminem was the first big one that I can think of. Like I remember I got the Marshall Mathers LP. My parents bought it for me for Christmas and they got me a boom box to play it in. And I slammed that CD in there. They had no idea <laughs> how it's bought you heaven. Hand to God, <laughs> hand to God. Can't Your make this story up. religious. <laughs> hand to God. Different time. Different time, Justin. Hand to God. They bought me the Marshall Mathers. It was the Slim Shady. It was, I'm sorry. It was the Slim Shady um, EP. It was when it was back when Eminem was still very, very, very vulgar. Um, and it Would was Christmas Day. Did he, did he stop? <laughs> he, is, he wasn't as he's not as bad now as he was then. Like, I will still say and this is going to be the hipster on me coming out oh, i won't listen to eminem unless he's on vinyl his older stuff was really good like and i think that up until oh, the first one dude get out i of think here. get out up of to, here that shit. That was i awesome. think up to, i mean i think up until encore he was an amazing artist and then no, after still he did relapse just... and and all that stuff he kind of how fell many off can you bandwagon. put out though really exactly everybody's he always nailed... like oh you sold out about bands dude, and he shit like that and out Four I used to or say, five solid albums. I used to say stuff like that. To, oh, they sold out. Oh, blah no, blah blah. I how many? Too. How many fucking rock solid albums can you can you put out in a lifetime? Though it's not well, like look at Cannibal Corpse. They've been fucking touring for the last twenty some odd years. Like, well, yeah, you can tour if not for longer. They're dads and put out music, but it can't. It's not always gonna be like every time I put out a new album, it's better. Like, well, we'll definitely talk about like when a band should stop touring in a different episode. But I think that well, if you want to get into a, when a band should stop touring, it's like well, not yet. No, 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 no. <laughs> they should stop touring a long fucking time ago. <laughs> There's a lot of bands that should have stopped touring a long time ago. But I think that they're, like Eminem 
cranked out four solid albums and like that was what got me through and like rap god was like what got him back in my spotlight for like listening to but i really owe it to like eminem system of a down and like a couple other like really crucial bands in my life to really not only open the doors to music to me but to also have inspired me to like i don't know just keep going in a weird way like you would never think of like spiders by system of a down being a song or aerials mm. or oh. um toxicity you know what oh. i mean being the songs that you would hear by system of a down that mm. would make you want to go further i can't and wait get to listen it. to that shit right after this but being a kid yeah exactly i'm told you it's gonna be in your playlist but like those are the songs that not only bring you back like i could listen to i can listen to talking heads and 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 be think about when my my dad introduced me to that it's so crazy the mental thing that you're that music can do for you so that's my little rant about music but i have to throw it to eminem i have to throw it to system of a down we're all in that age group um that you know system of a down was a very influential band in our time because it was very prevalent it's so different so bro. was limp biscuit and Chocolate uh, Starfish and we Starfish. got a whole nother <laughs> So anyway, I just I just try to forget that Limp Bizkit. Stop! They were they were good. I don't give a shit. Urban Assault Vehicle is still one of my favorite jams when I want to fucking get pumped up. And so is Annie Up. Annie Up. No, you're you're way behind. Go back and no, go back and listen to Counterfeit. You want to hear fucking Limp Bizkit when they were actually good? Listen to Counterfeit when we're done I, here. You're I guess be I just got fucking gotta, banging your head off the goddamn wall. Beating well, your I just learned. I just it's learned be that. Awesome. I just learned that Green Day was our outro music the other day. All by myself. Freaking me out, you wear a mask. All kind of fit you freaking me out, you wear a mask. Also, real quick, Blink-182, <laughs> another really great band. Aliens Exist Live, though, was probably Yo, the best recording of that. We're all over the place here. No, we're not. This is music yes, talk. Fuck are. off. All right, then cut it. All right. No, I'm not. Enough I'm about- not gonna cut it. I'm just saying, like, we could do this, but it's gonna be a six-hour episode, and it ain't coming out till June. Well, I guess you're right. So, enough about other musicians. We got our special guest here that's got his own track, and instead of being a cover, it's actually an original. So, Justin, why don't you hit that jukebox? Let's hear something about Jared, and let's get into more of his life. All right, Jared, why don't you uh, do the honors for yourself here? Tell us a little bit about the song we're about to listen to and uh, what inspired you to write it. Well, this is uh, this is actually the first original song that I've written in probably about two, three years. Go COVID. And, was, <laughs> and uh, it was uh, it was more it was more inspired. Um, it was inspired a lot because of like a the shitty the shitty time that I was going through at, during a uh, a bad breakup and mm-hmm. that's and what all my songs the, are and, about. Oh yeah, and there was there was a lot of and there was a lot of fucking just shitty things that followed that, and um, I actually made the decision to move out of the state. Um, which got, which did get, um, which did get postponed due to COVID nineteen. Um, thanks, Obama. What state um, are you moving to, Jared? <laughs> Is that what it's called? Uh, thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm moving to Florida. Hmm. And uh, don't 
Nick. What's that keep, sound? Nope, keep going. Don't let... Keep... <laughs> That's right. Drive past. Don't look at him. Don't even look at him. Just keep he's going. Like, he's like the security guard. Just mumble something and keep going. Um, but yeah, and the, the, so the song is called I'm On My Way, which is kind of like a... Which is kind of like saying is like, I'm on my way fucking out of here. This is good. Like in... <laughs> All right. Everybody listen to this song called On My Way. This is going to be Nick's favorite song now because it's about moving to Florida.
All right, everybody. That was Jared Oshiak with I'm On My Way. Um, cool tune. Um, Nick, why don't, why don't you um, lead us into our interview session here? Well, thank you so much, Justin, for giving me the, the permission to go ahead and introduce our guest. Actually, um, never mind. Jared, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, just honestly, um, I just want to let, you know, Jared, you know, unfortunately, I know a lot about you in the short time that I've known you. Um, and so... Like a lot of the times, like I met you, I met you through Marissa. Um, and when I first met you, like I didn't even meet you. I, it was just my girlfriend going over to your house. I'm like, who the fuck is this Jared guy? And what's he doing with my girlfriend? And he's, she's like talking you up. Like uh, he's a bodybuilder and he's a musician. I'm like, I have well, no chance. <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. The um, only thing well, I got. First of all. Well, first of all, she told you I was a bodybuilder, so she was lying. I don't know why she would do <laughs> My that. My girlfriend's but... <laughs> hanging out with a bodybuilder musician. She, Great. And I love her. I love her to pieces. <laughs> but she, the, the description of Jared when I first heard about him, and she was going over to his house to record the podcast, was he he's a bodybuilder or a weightlifter of some sort. They used to work together. And... Uh, <laughs> If it makes you feel any better, I was just as uncomfortable because of because of everything. Well, it, not it, because not because I think I'm like hot shit, but it was just like, uh oh, I don't like this. You were thinking like Marissa's boyfriend has got tattoos and he's a drunk no, and he runs his own like, warehouse. Like, what I do I got against I just, you? I was more like, uh oh. Just a, like just another person who wants to beat the shit out of me. That's always fun. Oh, please, you can bench press me and throw me over your head. Um, that doesn't mean you can't beat the shit out of me. Yeah, like, that he might. He, he might want to, but but Jared, like you are, and having met you and, and gotten to know you, you are such a humble person about not only your weightlifting. You're the type of guy that not only does deadlifts in a three quarter sleeve baseball jersey, essentially a baseball tee, um, but you are also incredibly humble about your music and. <laughs> Like, it matters what kind of shirt he's wearing. Well, most bodybuilders will wear a tank top <laughs> and show off. And they, it's, it's, and Justin, I know you never set foot in a gym because it's like a satanic person <laughs> going sorry, into a church. Maybe, yeah, maybe I didn't get that. I don't know. It just sounded And funny. that's why I was saying it. Yeah. No, so um, let me let me rewind here. <clears throat> so... Justin, this might catch you off guard, but um, Jared all of a sudden I'm very... atheist because I don't know what bodybuilding is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, Jared, while you do, uh, you know, you do the bodybuilding, you do the the weightlifting, the, that whole scene, you're incredibly humble about everything you do from that to your music. But you also are an independent um, musician. You don't have a band like you are doing everything solo and you told me that you pretty much follow the open mic scene in the local area um and so my biggest question first of all is how how has it been a how have you been able to balance both maintaining like the weightlifting thing that you're doing versus like going out and doing the open mics like what challenges have you seen in the open mic scene being an independent artist when it comes to playing the open mics in this area and a lot of the ones that i've played the there there actually is no real challenge with um maintaining a maintaining like my like my routine at the gym and then like playing open mics for the most part 
But that's also not really a good thing because a lot like for a while like my 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 gym routine usually would go from Tuesday to Sunday, maybe Tuesday to Saturday. And a, but in a lot of open mic a lot of open mic um see like places that do open mics like they would um they would have their open mics on Mondays, Monday nights. And that in itself was actually not great. Is I is like as a person like who also works a full-time job, I don't really like to be at a bar on a Monday night for extended periods of time. So do you do you mostly <clears throat> are you mostly just doing like open mic stuff or do you do you book like solo gigs? I know right no, now like, there's nothing to I, book, obviously. Well, yeah. But, I mean, for for the most part before before, you know, right. everything I only was able... I was only doing open mics. So how long... You've been in bands before. So how long have you been just decided to, you know, just... I, I think I'm just going to do this myself and, you know, see where that goes. How long have you been doing that for? Pretty much since I got out of school, so... Um, how old am I? 27? How old, was, how old was I when I got out of school? I haven't been out of school for that long. It's fucking so weird to think about that. Um, so a little while. It's it's been a while since it. Like it's been it's been a few years, but like um, but I've been so yeah I've been, it's been like four or five years since I started just like, primarily only playing by myself. I was like, and that's not even to say that I haven't really tried to play with other musicians. It's just it just doesn't work for me. Oh yeah, there's there's as there's like, definitely um, benefits as far as like, you know you can you got. So what you got four or five people in your band you got four or five people getting their friends to come to your shows and stuff oh, yeah. but oh, now yeah. all of a sudden no you got four and five schedules you got four and five well, yeah. four and five opinions. i also just i also just hate like the last time that i tried to play with somebody is the the things that i can't stand is just people when people oversell themselves oh yeah to be something that they're yep. not and um and I, it was like this this friend of my ex, and he was like he was like oh I'm like I'm a I'm a master I'm, I'm like a master guitarist and blah 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 it's like and and all that, and then and I went it was like and I really didn't feel like going over to play with him like I didn't want to go jam with him I didn't want to do any of that because I've I've been down the road too many times, and then she talked me into it. And I went and I went and jammed with him. And after all this time of him telling me that he was like this master musician, um, like you know, you know that you know that part in Wanted Dead or Alive, you know the na 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 na, like the part where you literally pick your finger up and yep. put it down on two yep. strings. I had to teach him how to do that. <laughs> That's and it took like forty-five fucking minutes. <laughs> Well, there's also now, like, you know what? There's, no. a, there's also times though you you'll get together with someone. Okay, let's let's say dude said I'm a master guitarist, right? He he yeah. might be in his living room. You might show up to his house and you knock on the door and he let you know his girl lets you in and he's sitting on the he's sitting on the couch just fucking shredding, right? And but then you try and play together in in in, in rhythm and oh, yeah. on tempo. And it just completely falls apart. So it's it's really hard I mean, to get it, a group of four or three, four or more people together 
that uh, the magic oh, yeah. actually happens. It's really hard. We actually talked to Matt about this, uh, you know, last week. Um, it, but when it does, holy shit! It's yeah, and like the, the and the, I've only I've only had that really with like, uh, two other times. Both were when I was Me at too. school. Twice. It Two was, bands. It yep. was like it was like it was like the first guy that ended up getting me to start singing in the first place. The one who got me to start playing wagon wheel and right. all that shit. Um it's like he he was the first person that I ever played music with that was like, This is great. This is how it should be. And I, I, I almost feel like I got spoiled because of that. Because now I know how I like it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't just happen, that's for fucking sure. And it was like the chemistry between me and him was just like instantaneous, and I've never been able to find that again. And and I almost don't feel like um playing music with other people until I can find that with someone else, or like another yeah, music. Yeah, I hear you because I mean, it is it is once you're you know when you're when you're young, you're in college you're in high school even shortly after before you know you're, you're focused on you know what's what's coming next in your life you have more time to. To put into it and whatnot and work on it and everything. And then, like, afterwards, that's that's kind of how I feel. Like, right now, I still have all my shit. I don't need it anymore. I, I'm looking around at it right now. Like, I don't need, <laughs> I don't need seven guitars anymore. You know what I mean? Like, but I, I'm, I won't sell them. Uh, just for whatever reason, I just, I, I'm like, I should sell all these. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to sell them. And then it comes time to do it. And it's like, no. Uh, and and it's... You know, I'll say I'll record songs and stuff by myself and, and whatnot, but it, I'm not going to pour all the effort into it unless it's, you know, the, the magic's there, you know, and you don't know until it's there. That's, that's, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah. And like, it just, and like, that was, that's the only reason that I, I was even able to be talked into going over and playing music with that guy. It's like, oh, you never know. It's like, it's like, ah, oh, but I have a track record that says, that, that I, I do, do know, yeah, yeah, no shit. <laughs> and it's just, it's just so many times where people are like, oh, come jam, and it's like, okay, and then I get there, it's like, I want to, I want to leave yeah. immediately. I want to, I, I just don't want to be I here anymore. I can't get drunk enough to make us sound good. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's just, <laughs> and it was, it was so fucking, so yeah. But for, uh, I primarily just play music by myself. I don't even really, I actually, speaking of like the open mic scene. Um, I don't even really do that anymore. Not up, like, especially, at least not up here. Um, I don't know, I don't know how it is to be a musician playing up in upstate New York or in the capital region when you're actually getting booked. I'm sure that's great. Mm, it can but, um, be. It can also be very fucking stressful. Oh, yeah. But, but, um, I, I, st- I ultimately stopped playing op- open mics for a long time. Because, again, it's like all the open mics happened on like Monday nights or Tuesday nights. So you get there and they and there'd be like three three people at the bar or right. something. It's like, oh, cool. I'm what, such exposure right, I'm getting. Right. And, and the, and and like, the and three people go, are three people waiting to play after you're done. <laughs> oh, yeah. And like and that or like sometimes I'd go and like I, I, le- I legitimately went to like three different open mics on on three different occasions and I saw like at least four of the same elderly people at them, that is at all of them, and it was like, like this does nothing yeah. for me, this does nothing for me. But I mean, it's like if I do, still, it's like I do enjoy like the experience yeah, of like, you're still playing doing it. You're live. Still playing. 
But that's not necessarily but all you're looking for. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's like, but I f- at this point, because now I I focus a lot. I put all my music a lot on YouTube, and on Instagram. Yeah, so and SoundCloud. So I was gonna, and it's like I I feel like I get more exposure that way than I would. Oh, definitely. Live. Well, nobody fucking wants to go anywhere anymore. Uh, the exactly. live scene is is just not getting better. I mean, <laughs> present you know circumstances aside, um, it's been getting worse for for a long time people don't they don't they don't support local music like they used to oh yeah and like i i had i had someone who used to work at the radio station that i worked at send me an article about like that one of her friends wrote about why the music scene in albany was like thriving it was like pretty sure it's not right but okay yeah Yeah, compared to what (laughs) it's like i don't know when the last time you've been out to the all the local music scene but it doesn't exist so uh, so what do you plan this shit is gonna end um, we're gonna we're gonna stay with that fucking premise. I'm gonna promise everyone this shit is gonna be over, and hopefully sooner than later. What what do you plan on doing going forward? Are you gonna like record at home and send stuff out? Are you gonna go back out to those open mics? Are you gonna try and like book book some shows? Are you just gonna try and you know send your stuff out and see if people get hooked on it and then take it from there? I mean, I feel like I'm going to do both as far as like recording music and playing nice. out. Is um, because if there's if there's one thing that this quarantine has done for me, is when I was when I was just like doing open mics and trying to get people to listen to my music, it was almost kind of depressing, and it, it, it kind of made me not want to play music mm-hmm. for a while because it's like what is, what's right. the point? What is the point right. in this? And if there's one thing that um this quarantine has done is it's almost like reignited my love for like playing music and writing music. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Hey, there's a there's a lot of people that are <clears throat> are have hobbies like take it outside of music that that might be good at certain different things. You know, might be bodybuilding, <laughs> might be might be might be music, might be baseball, basketball, might be you know whatever. But it's such an easy time to get so depressed and fucking lazy. And, and just be a dirt ball and, and just sleep your life away and, and, and not get better at anything or not learn anything that I, I'm super happy when I talk to people. Um, like, you know, it sounds like, like you're one of them who are like, fuck this. I'm going to use this time to get better at what I love to do. And I'm, it's like, I haven't done this much singing and playing guitar in like that's, fucking uh, like I love it, years. dude. Even if you're just singing to your freaking cat in your wall and whatnot. I've been doing the same thing, dude. And it, it does. It, it's made me feel a, just a lot better about myself in general. When, when well, if you don't do that, you're going to get the exact opposite. You're going to be depressed. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's actually funny. Because, like, the song, this, the song that you guys just played that I wrote on here, um, I actually started writing that song um, back in uh, last September. And I got to like I got like the first two verses done, and like, and that was that was it, and I was done, and I couldn't think of anything else because I was and like all I could focus on was how fucking depressed I felt about everything that was going on in my right. life, and then, and then it was it was, and I I kept on trying to write it because I felt like I had something with it, and. And I just kind of like set, I didn't like get rid of it. I just like set it aside. It's like I'm gonna come back to you. You just hold tight. I'll be I'll be with yep, you in a second. Right, right. And then uh, and then um, 
and then I was talking to Nick about Nick was telling me about the podcast and like how he wanted to get musicians on here. I was like, like dude, he's like he asked me if I had any original songs. I was like, it almost, I almost yeah, have one. <laughs> because like you, you do a and lot then, of covers. That's normally what you do. Yeah. And it's like I, it's actually and like I know a lot of people like write like, like turn like their depression or whatever into like their art and their music, and that's never been me. So like during like that whole time, like I really wanted to play and write more music, but I just couldn't do it. It's like it just couldn't turn anything of what I was feeling into actual music, and I was like, I just don't want to do this. It's like I pick up my guitar and just like play for like a little bit. It's like I'm, I can't do this. You know, and then um. Yeah, and then like last September or like October was when I was when I decided that I was gonna move, and like it was almost like that just for a brief moment, I had the feeling of like, like like the I, all of the problems just went away, and it was just I was like I don't have to feel this way because I don't I'm not gonna be staying here, to feel this, mm. and then I um, I, and, and then I just like wrote out like the first two verses of it. And it was like, in which came so easy, and then all, and then like not too much later, all the feelings came back. It's like, fuck. So I was like, can you? Was like, I'm not done yet. I'm not done writing the song. Uh, I, like, I need you to go away, <laughs> and so I can finish the song. And but I, obviously that didn't happen. And then um, and then I was talking to you about the podcast, and I remembered the song I was trying to write. I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I have a song. <laughs> And then I, I ended up, like, it's like, after you talked to me about it, I finished writing the song within, like, like an hour after that conversation. Holy crap. Holy crap. And, and then recorded it, like, the next day. So, like, the, that recording actually happened the day after we had the conversation about this podcast. Look at that. Hangovers and Hand Grenades podcast making a difference. We're so fucking inspirational, bro. God, we're so good at our jobs. <laughs> like, we're so fucking awesome. I can't wait to actually yeah. have, like, a real beer instead of a virtual one with you, Jared. This was this uh, was really fucking awesome, man. Jared, you know, honestly, you are talented in so many ways. Um, you know, like we yeah. said, and we covered yeah. so many of them. Just so many of these ways that you're talented and <laughs> handsome and... Just man, if I could just like reach strong. out and touch faith. You're strong. Oh gosh. Let's let's not do that. You are let's... just oh my god, you're the wow, wings. Wow, at the end of the podcast already. You're the air beneath my wings. Um You have wings you're one week fine. later. It's like you're just everything it's, to me. It's like we're talking about me being talented, but you're over there with wings. You are when the levee breaks, it's gonna be I believe I can fly. Why were you talking why are we talking about Led Zeppelin songs now? But we just shifted all over six different songs there, Firestarter. <laughs> um, Let's talk about R. Kelly. So anyways, uh Alright. Well Jared, this oh. is where we start to uh, that that was just as cute to start wrapping stuff up. So um before we, we close out here, um, you know, I want it I want it like End this on a on a positive on you, note. Piss on you. <laughs> all right, so I want to like I want to pitch you guys an idea. All right, mm-hmm. we obviously have talked about a lot of music today, right? Yep. And so I've got this I've got this great business idea. Here it is. Okay, and I want you to hear me out. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. I'm gonna start a business. It's gonna be a coffee house. Right, coffee houses are known for music. They have like little stages and like you know, like whatever. I'm gonna start a coffee house that's called Grindhouse 
coffee core and we only do grindhouse coffee music playing and we get death wish coffee as our sponsor and we hire metal heads to be our baristas and they're gonna go order up for steven and then they just give you your coffee and uh, and I think that there's... It, Would you like some cinnamon? <laughs> yeah, dude. So I'm thinking, like, it, it plays off, like, grinding beans, right? Like, you grind beans to make coffee, grind house music, like, grindcore. Like, it's just... there. I want to start a fucking metal head. Like, I want even the logo to be, like, that terrible lettering that nobody can fucking read. And I want it to be like off. I want it to be <laughs> I, uh, death metal. I love that you say that, and I know yeah, exactly what you're I talking can see, about. Like I, I want to see. I almost said three bands with like people that I know. Oh and yeah. And oh I'm yeah. Like, oh, but it's I gonna be called that. Grindhouse Coffee Core, and it's gonna be just straight like we hire metalheads. I want tattoos everywhere. I want death metal and grindhouse music playing. I want like live bands. But here's the catch. If we get a small venue space, if I ever got this off the ground and we get a small venue space, I want it to be for acoustic sets. That's how I'm tying this into today's podcast. I want, because metalheads are equally as talented in acoustic, sometimes, as they are <laughs> electric. I love I love that quick sometimes that was electric, that. Electric, brutal, uh, fucking fun. windmilling music. I want my coffee to be served to me as dark as possible by a dude whipping his hair around and just, like, screaming, here's your coffee. Like, death clock. I want death clock coffee. That's that's essentially what I'm going for. I mean, I feel, I feel like that would be pretty good because, I mean, with a lot of people who get jobs as being baristas, it was like, oh, yeah. Like that's a job you that's like that's like a first job you get when you need I money just want or whatever. Some... I can like I can think of I can think of a lot of I knew a lot of um I knew a lot of people that played um metal when I was growing up. I just and that that could have easy that could have benefited from having a job. I mean everybody's like welcome. That. It's not just Seriously. the metal scene kids, but I, I want a place that breaks the mold of like what a coffee house should be. And I think that like dark roast coffee with like really cool metal names that you can hear, like, brutal music that you normally wouldn't hear outside of, like, certain areas, like Hot Topic or something. Like, if you could, like... And by the way, Hot Topic, if you it's want to sponsor only, us... It's the only place you hear This that. is the only place. Like, I have to go to a Hot Topic to learn about my new Grindhouse core music. Um, we only hire Hot Topic employees as a part-time job. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I think... I think It's got a Hot Topic store inside I, of it. You know, speaking of hot topic, my coffee house, Grindhouse Coffee Core, uh, would be a very hot topic of the uh, area. So that's what I'm going to do. Well, this so is far, my... we got a few episodes. We got Nick wanted to start a bar, and then we argued about me just starting one in my garage. Yeah, you stole my, my idea. Backyard. You stole and my then idea. you were going to buy an oil rig somehow. With um, my stimulus check and the free oil that I would get from it. Right, because oil because oil under. prices went negative, so yeah. they would actually be paying me to start an oil rig. So now we got a coffee house, brutal for metalheads. <coughs> and all of our shirts would just say "fuck Starbucks" on them, because I think, that's how I, I feel. Think so far, this is the best one. Thank you. All right, so this is the one I'm going to go in on. By episode five, I'll have a new episode or a I didn't new idea. Say it's smart. I said it's the best one. God damn it! All right. Well, I guess I'll go back to the drawing board. But no, for now, I mean, Grindhouse Coffee Core is my new 
uh, concept. Is, a, is the business the This beat. is the business <laughs> idea that I got, and I think it's the best one because Justin said so, and I don't have an original thought uh, to save my <laughs> life. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, do you have anything that you want to plug? Where can people find you? Where can people watch you? Deadlift, small children. Um, like we want to see children, small, bakers. large children, Atlas stones, like whatever you got. Like, oh, oh, fuck. I wish I had some Atlas stones. That'd be fucking sick. I know that uh, you're, you're a strong, handsome young man. Who's soon going to be in the Florida area. God damn it. You're soon to be in the Florida uh, area. Um, and there's going to be lots of girls on that Tinder profile looking for you. Where can they find you, Jared? <laughs> well, on Tinder, um, mm, but- my man. <laughs> But um, you can find me. Uh, this is uh, this is gonna be annoying. I don't even know how to do this. Say uh, your name. Say your name of where you can be found at. Say my name. Well, I know it's like I'm. It's whenever it's, you're I, it's around like, me. Is find me on Instagram under Jared Oshiak Music. If you can spell my name, then you can follow me. Well, don't um, worry, Jared. We'll put you in the in the description below. You could have just said that. Like, fuck you guys. Find me in the description of this new episode. I mean, if you want to do that, that's that's obviously way better. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm pretty much it's pretty much the same thing everywhere. It's Jared Oshiak Music on Instagram. It's Jared Oshiak Music on Facebook, and it's just Jared Oshiak on SoundCloud. Excellent. Well, Jared, that shit was fun. This was it was a pleasure having you on, Jared. It honestly was. It was a pleasure being on. I'm you done gonna, sucking you, your dick, Justin. You, you gonna, want to see us out the door? <laughs> you gonna come back someday, dude? Or? I mean, I'll come back whenever I'm invited Sweet. to come back. We got some. I'm always I'm I'm always nice, available. Nice, nice. It's been really cool having uh, having the guests on. Um, especially thanks for staying for the for the whole duration here. Um, it's been a, it's yeah. been a real help because I suck at this. So any any amount of time someone can take up. Um, so I don't have to talk is great. However, <laughs> this is going to wrap up episode four. Jared, thank you so much for coming. Nick, I hope you break your computer next week so I can do this by myself. <laughs> Everybody have a great week. Hopefully you got no symptoms. Wear that fucking mask. I'm looking out the window right now. The sun is out. I got my new four-wheeler tires in. I'm going to go take them, get them mounted. I'm going to mow the lawn tomorrow and drink some beer. Everybody be safe. Love y'all. See you later. Bye. 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 Yeah, mama called live. You know that every time I try to go, we're